Hey guys, you are listening to The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey. I am Jamie and I'm your host and I'm so glad that you're here. If you like what you're listening to today, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We bring you new shows every Wednesday and Fridays and an amazing guest always joins me to chat about the big things in life, the little things in life and everything in between. Subscribe today to The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey on your podcast player so you never miss an episode. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a girlfriend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Us Ivies are putting the wheels back on as summer comes to an end and we get ready for football season, schoolwork, and regular family meals. The Beyond Burger is the only plant-based burger that is so meaty, packed with protein, it's better for you and the planet, and will satisfy even the most ravenous of carnivores. We've got three football players in our family and they'll all give the Beyond Burger two thumbs up. Are you ready to taste the future protein? Visit beyondmeat.com slash happy hour to find a local retailer near you. That's beyondmeat.com slash happy hour. Friends, you are listening to episode number 206. And my guest today is my real life friend, Jessica Honiger. Jess and I have been friends for over eight years. We've walked through adoption together, the beginnings of our businesses, and we continue to be a go-to friend for encouraging support. Today, we talk about something big, you guys. Jessica is an author. Her first book released yesterday. I'm so excited for you all to read Jessica's book, Imperfect Courage. We talk about the importance of rest, intentional growth, the hope she has to grow Noonday's collection impact in the world, and how being present in her life is the greatest practice of courage she works to do each day. There's even some fun Q&A questions from my Instagram followers at the end. You guys, if you're listening to this show for the first time, or maybe you're like my friend Lindsay, whose this is your 250th listen of a show released by The Happy Hour, we would love for you to leave a review on iTunes. Leaving a review is easy, and it does so much to help other women find The Happy Hour. Here's what one of our listeners wrote last week. KMob1988 said, I've listened to The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey for a couple of years, and I'm finally taking the time to write a review. Well, first of all, thank you. I know that even if I'm having a bad day, I can listen to an episode and leave full of hope and the promises of Jesus. I truly believe God speaks through our stories, and in listening to these women of God share their stories of struggle, grace, freedom, and redemption leaves me in awe of Jesus and His truth and the freedom and comfort we can find only in Him. Grateful for each of these conversations and the healing power they've had in my life. Gosh, we are so honored to be a part of your lives and pointing us all to Jesus. Thank you for your kind review. Thank you to anyone else that leaves a review. To leave your own review, simply click write a review under the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey episode list. Now, here is my conversation with my friend, founder of Noonday Collection, wife, mama, and first-time author as of yesterday, Jessica Honiger. Hey, Jessica, welcome to the happy hour. I'm so excited to be here. Let me tell you, uh, I don't know if you know this or not. I think I actually might have mentioned it to you, but I think you, besides my husband, Aaron, I think you're the most time guest on the happy hour. You know, Jamie, I just love that. You've been here the most. That's really cool. For real. I think it's because we've just been walking beside each other in our careers. I know. I was gonna say it helps that we're friends and live in the same city. Uh, Yeah. 
Whenever you said walking beside each other, it made me think of that uh, poem about footprints in the sand. Jesus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Where is this, this going? Is so random. It's not going anywhere. That's the problem. Um, but do you listen to the relevant podcast ever? I listen to it when I travel because yes. it's really long and it's yes. like can fill in a good thing. But, I have. I have listened to a couple episodes. But do you know Eddie on there? He does stuff with IJM. I don't know Eddie how to say his the, last name. Eddie is the producer of my podcast. <gasps> Hey, Eddie. So he might Eddie listen Cole to Cole. us. Yes. Yes. He's my producer for Going Scared. That's hilarious. Yeah. He's hilarious. Yes, he is. He's awesome. Okay, but I'm about to say this story and forgive me, Eddie, if it wasn't you. I think he told a story on the Relevant Podcast about making a joke about footprints in the sand or it could have been Jesse. He's going to so die right now that like Eddie is on this podcast with us right now. Okay, well, speaking of Eddie, yeah. a couple of years ago, so I'm a fan of Relevant Podcasts. You know, anytime you look at someone- They're smart. They're smart and they're doing it well. I so love it. They've been doing it for years. Yes. I mean, they're on like episode 8,000, yes. whatever. Our friend Annie Downs is on there now. Yeah. Okay, so I have always been a fan of what these guys are doing all the guys and I opened up my Instagram one day maybe Twitter I can't remember and there was a message from Eddie telling me that I was doing a good job do you know that that I is something Eddie would do, do you by know the I've way I've never forgotten that I've never met this man yeah but I see him and what he does and I really admire yeah. what they yeah. do and for him I have no idea why to take the time to do that it like put wind in my sails and I've never forgotten it I think that we all want to be seen and I think that all of us have someone in our life that we could show up for in that way and it would mean the world to them. So has that happened to you lately? Well, Brene Brown endorsed yeah, my book. That's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's huge. And she Did you feel like I felt when I opened up my Instagram and there was a message from Eddie. Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But Brene Brown is huge. She is. And for, and she's huge to me, you know, I mean, I know she's big in the world, but I walked this path of leadership and it has been a laborious path, even I think almost equal to having children is really starting a business, scaling it, and then actually leading people well in a way that they feel seen and valued and not diminished, which I haven't always done the best job at all of that. And Brene's work helped me to feel like I had a sojourner with me that was seeing me, that was rooting for me, that was with me. Like you hadn't even met her though when you felt that. I hadn't. And I think that's really important because I think we're all um, looking for mentors. We all love mentors to be in our life. And I think you can collect that even if you don't know the person. And, you know, I've been grateful enough to where I have gotten to meet her and through some circumstances know her a little bit and we do some stuff with their office in Houston. And anyway, huge fan. And she really resonated with the message of this book, which doesn't surprise me because it's like, so it's called Imperfect Courage and she's the courage expert. Yeah. And so I, I did, I felt really honored that another woman that is further ahead in their career than I am would lend their name and credibility to- it's a big deal. To my book, yeah. yeah. Big deal. You know, it makes me think, and I think, I want to set this up pretty carefully because people could say like, oh, but you're Jamie and Jessica, you like have a job and you have quote unquote followers, whatever. I I hear people say that to me, that they don't know me, but my work has inspired them mm. and cheered them on. And I know you do as well, but I think it's important for everyone listening to know that you don't have to be, you know, CEO of Noonday or author or podcaster or speaker to still do that in people's worlds. Um, you could get up right now and turn this podcast off, which please don't because I really- <laughs> It's gonna be good, you guys. <laughs> it's gonna be a great conversation. But walk out of the front door of your house and walk across the street to your neighbor and just say, 
hey, here's what I see in you. Here's what I really appreciate about you. I mean, you never know what you taking a moment to just acknowledge someone's presence in the world and how you experience them and what you see in them, uh, what that will do. I love Brene's definition of leadership is actually holding yourself accountable to holding other people to their potential. Say it one more time. So you're willing to hold yourself accountable to holding other people accountable to their potential. I love it. So I love that because we can all choose to live a life where we hold other people accountable to their potential. And I think it starts with showing up and helping others to feel seen. And we all have that power. It has nothing to do with how many followers you have, or if you have a podcast or not, or if you've written a freaking book. Like, I hate that that is sometimes the trap that we fall into because of the age that we live in. And it's just simply not true. It's not true. It's Mm -hmm. not true. I always say that God has put people in front of you to lead. Even if you're like, I don't think I'm a leader. God has put people in front of you to lead, to encourage, to motivate. It could be the children in your home. It could be the lady in the the office space next door to you. It could be the bank teller that you see every Friday because you're in charge of taking money. We all have people that we are able to influence. And I hate the lie that you just said that the only influence are those people that have a lot of internet followers. or That's that, a lie. Yeah, or that people are waiting until yes. they have this certain amount of followers. Then I'll be able to- Then I'll be able to influence. Or say something that matters. Oh my gosh. It's bad. You can say something today, right now, like get out a pen and paper. Like our friend, Laura Kelly, she has done that for me over the years. Even in the middle of, you know, she's been on your podcast mm-hmm. before and she lost a son um, that she had only had home for several months after bringing him home from China. And she she is someone who every now and then will just, a letter will show up and it speaks so much life to me. And that has spoken so much to me over the years, like that someone would take the time in the middle of like foster care and adoption and all of these things, running a business to stop and see me with a handwritten letter. Yeah. It's that like I'm getting kind not convicted. That's not the word I mean. I'm getting where I'm like, well, who can I do that for? Right. Who can I do that You're for? Getting today? inspired. I'm getting inspired because it's takes five minutes. That's exactly right. Yeah, I think that would be something we could all improve on and add to our life. Um, and the joy that I would get from knowing they're going to open that letter in like three days. Yeah, <laughs> you know? totally. It's so so great. Okay, so if people don't know who you are, you've been on eight thousand times a show. Go back and listen to your other episodes. <laughs> but I'll give them the rundown real quick. Um, mom to three kids, husband to Joe, CEO and founder of New Day Collection, uh, author, uh, new book coming out yesterday. Yesterday, that just book came out. What, what else are you? You have two parents, a brother, you're renovating your home. You travel the world all the time because of your job, which we can all be a little bit jealous of that in a yeah, good way. Yeah. What else? Friends. Jessica Honiger. Friend, I know. You know, I do love my friends and I, I really try to live what I talk about in this book. And so much of what I talk about is showing up for one another and walking in vulnerability and in empathy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, so much of your book was about that too, just like sharing our stories, but we need to share our stories in the context of community. Mm-hmm. And I was up till 12 last night because I was hanging out with girls in my neighborhood and we were chatting and I was sharing some of the vulnerabilities I'm feeling about this book and they were listening. And, you know, I think that um, I just, I love being a friend. Yeah, you're, you're a great friend. 
Thanks, girl. Great friend. Um, Okay, so I want to talk about a question I get often, and you and I have had this conversation before (laughs) many, many years ago on this show, but I would like to do it again because we're both in different places in our lives and our careers right now. All of our kids are in school. Praise God for that. (laughs) But I get a lot of women asking me questions about how do I step into my calling as a mom and step into my calling as a creative and step into my calling as... I think I have this idea for a business. I don't know what to do about it. My calling to be a good wife, like all of those things. And and we already know we don't need to talk about there's no such thing as balance. We get that. How do you as very high leadership in your company, plus mom to three kids, plus husband, plus friends, all those things, how do you find the place to do all of those well? Hmm. Well, I don't know if I do all of them well. Well, to your best of your ability. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Like I right. think that we can say like, oh, well, I'm not as good as this. But right. you're, you're doing all of yeah, them yeah. Well, as well as Jessica can. Right, right, right. I think so much of it has to do with being present. And that is something that I requires a lot of effort for me because I am so future oriented. I'm like, what's the next thing? We got to, now it's, you know, we got to do what's next and make it bigger and make it better. And um, I think that for me to literally just be present when I'm at home and, you know, we do daily meals together almost every day and to put down my phone. I saw that you even say your kids can take your phone away from you. They can. They can. And they do. So when you get home from work, I mean, this is real. Like this seems so simple, but I just told Aaron the other day, I was like, I really want us to be better about this. Yeah. Because none of us in this room are running the United States of America. Right. We're not surgeons on call. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you kind of have to remind yourself like whatever someone's asking, can it wait till 9 p.m. or 8 a.m. tomorrow? Yes. And it's so, so good. And I recently was at a business conference and I love this man. He was from Texas, wildly successful businessman. And he had a complete midlife crisis around 40. He was about headed towards divorce. He was, he had just worked himself to death, really had money in the bank, but had worked himself to death. And um, it really brought him to have a spiritual awakening. And from that, he put serious boundaries in his life. And the boundaries were, he only works 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And one of his other- That's a big boundary for some people. That's a huge boundary. He has a Sabbath once a week. (sighs) Yep. He- doesn't respond to requests like, you know, as as a successful CEO, like, can you come speak Mm -hmm, at this? Uh Can you participate on this board? He doesn't respond to that for 24 hours. So he's not sitting there. I mean, I know me, I'm like checking my email at the stoplight and I can just start rattling off answers to things. So he doesn't respond. And then if he liquidates one of his companies, he parks the money for a year. He doesn't touch the money. And what he says is I get neutral. I get neutral. I like that with that accent. With that accent. (laughs) And I think there's something so powerful about being able to step outside of our emotions and observe them and not just like act upon them. Mm -hmm. And as someone who can be driven by this sense of urgency and of course, Noonday Collection, we are impacting literally thousands of lives around the world and I feel like we're in this high stakes business of really helping others to emerge out of poverty. We're helping women here to own their worth and earn an income and make an impact. And we have so many stakeholders. We have our 2000 ambassadors. We have our customers and our noonday hostesses. We have our artisans that are in 13 countries around the world. 
that can be you a can lot. Feel the pressure I can that. feel the pressure of that, and which I, can be a good thing. It can be a good thing, right? It shows you you care. It shows you that you care. But that sense of urgency, I think it's it it, to mature into a to a good leader Mm -hmm. and not just like a hustling entrepreneur. I think requires being able to get neutral and to be able to stop and not just drive, 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 drive. Mm -hmm. You know, but to really stop and have you know intentional decision making and. I love the idea of Sabbath as well. Do you do this? Because this is... I do. I write about it in my book. If Aaron Ivey was here, he would have a lot to say about this. Okay. Because he says you cannot output if you're not inputting. You cannot create if you're not resting and inputting your head and your mind and your body on a slower pace for a day to take in. Yes, I believe that. I believe that... Honestly, I feel like it's a big arrogance check. Oh, yeah. When you take a Sabbath and you realize, wow, the world's still spinning, you know? And I think it's even powerful too to just take a vacation because I know it's easy for anyone to think like, well, I can't leave my work. It won't happen. Nothing will get done. I mean, I remember when I took my first international trip, it was like, well, I can't leave my kids Mm -hmm. because no one else can take care of my children. And Mm -hmm. that's just a lie. It's a lie. lie. Uh And I think to interrupt that story and interrupt that lie, you actually have to stop and you actually have to step away. And I think having a rhythm of that is what enables me to bring my best self to all the different roles that I have. Okay, you said something a few minutes ago, and I want to go back to it because this is a conversation I don't think I've ever had on this show. You said, and I'm going to misquote you, but you can fix me, uh, about entrepreneur and leadership. Mm. You said, would I keep go, 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 go as this entrepreneur Mm -hmm. or something about leadership? Do you feel as though there's, Noonday Collection's been around for eight years, which there's a lot of entrepreneurship that goes into the, all the time, not you know, right. you're still entrepreneuring things. Do you, do you feel a step between entrepreneur and leadership? I do. I think especially this year, um, as the founder, as the starter, I, you know, you just you hustle. You've got ideas. You can execute them. And especially with our home office team, we have 50 employees. This year, I've taken a lot of time and done a lot of work to understand how I show up for the team members that that work for me. And frankly, it was a it was an ugly look in the mirror <laughs> when I did that. What made you want to do that? You know. Frankly, because my business partner and I, Travis, we have big plans for Noonday Collection. And that is one of the key reasons I wrote this book, because there's just something about a book that, you know, um, can win a customer over, you win a reader over because we are we are wired for story. Mm-hmm. Our brains are wired for story. I'm a storyteller. And we put a lot behind this book. We put a lot behind a new compensation plan, which really women can now really have a career path as an ambassador. There's women now that are doing this as their full-time job. And we know that we're on this precipice where we, I mean, Noonday is experienced, it has experienced a ton of success, but it's not a household brand yet in every home across Mm -hmm. the nation. And yet that's what we really want. And we know for that to happen in a way that's life-giving and that's done from love and that helps people to feel valued, all of those stakeholders that I mentioned, that we needed to grow our leadership. And we needed to challenge some of our behaviors that weren't, Travis. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. that weren't contributing to the kind of leaders that we want to be and the values that we hold. So we entered into a relationship with an executive coach 
And um, their goal for us really has been breakthrough. Like we want you to have breakthrough. And, you know, first needed to happen with Travis and I and really walking in um, vulnerability and empathy with one another and trust and really- I mean, it's like an eight to five marriage. It is. Definitely. Most certainly it is. There's good and bad to that. And it all starts with leadership, I think, you know? And so if something's unhealthy with us or dysfunctional with us, then it's going to trickle. It's like a home. Yeah. It's going to trickle down. And I think entering in that journey and part of it was doing a 360 feedback with our team members. And well, it was with about six different people um, in our home office. And this makes my armpits sweat just yeah. thinking, what number are you on the Enneagram? Seven. Okay. Oh, I knew that. With a six wing. Okay. And an eight wing. I'm kind of can go either way on the wings, but it was so... I was. I made me sick to my stomach when I thought about it two months ago. And you kind of want to avoid pain too. I want to avoid pain. And I received the feedback and it was extremely painful, quite frankly. I literally had a dream that night that there was a beehive in my executive coach's office and I touched it and like all the bees came and just stung me to death and I was like swollen and filled with toxins (laughs) (laughs) and that really in a way was my experience but then the gift of it was when I really got to sit and experience how people experience me in these ways that aren't healthy um, first of all, it was really describing what I am in stress, which mm-hmm. sevens go to a one in stress. So nitpicky, Perfection. critical, yeah. perfectionistic, more, more, more. Um, and so nothing was a surprise. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's how I can be. But I hadn't really thought to experience that in someone else's shoes, you know? So it was really, really good for me. And then I think so much of leadership is learning how to be a listener. And I think an entrepreneur, we're such doers. Right. We just are, we have a bias towards action. Mm -hmm. We want to get it done. So that's why when this guy's like, get neutral, I mean, we don't really take time to get neutral. We're like, we got stuff to get done. I got to do it. I got to do it. Yeah. Like if it's going to happen, I got to do it. And that part of your switch. That's part of my switch. Now you're, I'm going to, I'm coming out of the, like, if it's going to get done, I got to do it too. I'm going to lead other people to do it well. I'm going to lead other people to do it well, or I'm going to really discern if this is the right move. And, you know, I think at Noonday Collection, we're taking the long view. So it really is sometimes we do short-term pain for long-term gain and being willing to to do that, you know, because the truth is, um, you know, maybe you stopping to work one day a week, you know, taking a Sabbath, maybe that would lead to some short-term losses. Mm-hmm. But the gain of that, um, because it's creating rest and a rhythm and sustainability and, you know, actually a guy, he's coming out on my podcast in a, a few weeks. His name's Aaron Edelhart. He wrote a book called The 24-6 Lifestyle, mm-hmm. and it's um, a business case for Sabbath. Which Sabbath, let's just say, I mean, most of my listeners probably go to church or grown up in the church, whatever, um, is means rest. Yeah. It's it's, a biblical term. It is. Do you see it in the business world? Yeah. That word Sabbath. He uses it. And he's actually, um, to my knowledge, I don't know if he is actually a Christian. um, And he really creates a business case for businesses like that aren't necessarily Christian or not that shows how in the long term they've actually been more prop more profitable and more productive. 
And I loved, this has been one of my finest moments on doing my podcast with him. Um, We were recording at the end of the day on a Friday and he takes a Sabbath from six on Friday to six on Saturday. He has three little kids and he and his wife, what they do is they, if there's like a health situation or one of the kids is sick, they exchange phones because his addiction is Twitter and his wife doesn't have Twitter. Oh. So so they can get in touch with one another, but they literally no email. Like literally if he tells a friend at Friday morning, like let's meet for lunch at 12 on Saturday. He wouldn't get the message. Well, he, yeah. If he's running late, he literally tells people, if I'm running late, you're not, you just know that I'll get to you eventually. And it is complete rest. He doesn't read any like self-help podcast or books or anything. It's just rest and enjoyment. And I know they do that in the Jewish culture. They do. Yes. Yes. So he studied that. So anyway, I just remember at the very end of the podcast, he was like, I'm so excited because I've had a really, really hard and stressful week. And my Sabbath starts in 30 minutes. Mm. And it really moved me because I think in my mind, sometimes those hard and stressful weeks can perpetuate more work. Sure. Because you're reacting to the stress and the stress is, well, I got to do more. I got to respond to that. I got to fix this. I got to fix that. But to interrupt that and disrupt that, to actually, you know, stop putting yourself on the throne of your life, you know, and realize that you can influence an outcome, but you don't ultimately control an outcome like God, you know, the God of the universe holds these outcomes. Mm -hmm. And I think when we can do that, like there's joy, there's joy in all of our roles, which Mm -hmm. I mean, God wants us to have joy, enjoying the journey, right? On the way to these um, dreams that we're pursuing, you you called them callings earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that the joy goes away when we hang everything out on the outcome. And I think that that is demonstrated when we don't stop, when we never, ever, ever Mm -hmm. stop. And I mean, right now I'm obviously in the middle of a book launch. So I can't- There's seasons too. I mean, we should say that. But I will say, okay, and I write about this. I was reading, I I think it was year three of Noonday. And I was was like on strep throat for the fourth time that year. And I think I'd had the flu twice. I'd gotten shingles previously. I mean, it was obvious my body was really shutting Mm -hmm. down. And I was on the couch and I think I was Googling like Sabbath and rest. And because sometimes before practicing something, I think just by reading about it, (laughs) I'm like, I'm actually doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. I read about exercise. Doesn't that I count as a workout? People who talk about healthy eating on Instagram. I'm like, oh, look what they're eating. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, osmosis yeah. doesn't really work. But anyway, and I came across this blog by Tim Keller out of New York, pastor in New York. And, you know, Tim is pastoring hard workers. New Yorkers grind, man. Right. Let me just tell you, mm-hmm. they grind. And I got to this one line in the blog and it said, there are seasons, for instance, if you're running a startup, but be careful that that season actually comes to an end mm. and you're not just using it as an excuse to never have Sabbath again. And it had been three years, you know? You're like, hey, I need a Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. It's three years of this startup. Like it's time. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. And I'm convicted right now as I'm talking just because I, uh, in the middle of this book launch, it's been very similar to those beginning days mm-hmm. of starting Noonday yeah. because I've never launched a book before. So it's like this newness and it is like a whole different kind of hustle and all the the press and the media and the book tour and just getting out there. Um, and it's been easy for me to not 
keep some of those rituals yeah. and my kids have been calling me on it totally. Yeah. And it, which I would say this just to encourage you. Yeah. Cause I launched a book in January uh-huh. and I ran harder than I've ever ran. You in the ran spring. hard. I ran harder than I've ever ran. It affected our family, but everyone was good. Everyone knew. Right. Right. This I, is a season. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. We, Aaron and I did not ever get in any fights right. during that season over that because mm-hmm. we all knew. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of, and then I worked really hard in May and then I thought this season's over. I'm back to my regular. Okay. Did you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard, 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 yeah. hard, hard. Because also like for both of us, releasing a book and the pressure doing, you also still have another job. Yeah, I mean, that is, you know, so that's, the challenge of the whole thing. Yeah, is, so that was the thing with yeah. me too. Is like, oh, I still have a podcast yeah. to create and so all those things. So yeah, I mean, that's been very intense because I started a podcast. I'm still running Noonday. I'm the chief creative officer, co-CEO, momming it. It's it's definitely been a, a high capacity situation. We should throw in that you're also remodeling your house. Yeah, my kids are sleeping in the living room. And your dad got diagnosed with cancer <laughs> this year. My dad got diagnosed with cancer. So a lot yeah. is going on at the Honiger house. It's been crazy. It has. It's been really crazy, but I'm such a seven, man. I'm just like, the more, the better. Like, bring it a little bit. Like, I live in this realm of possibility. and um, But I will say it was, it was awesome because Amelie came with me on my third day of reading the audio version of Imperfect Courage. She came with me to the studio, and the last two chapters, there's one, it says like quit trying. And it's really about like committing to impact as a lifestyle. And in order to do that, you have to have rhythms. And so I'm talking about this. So like literally reading like my kids take my phone away. I don't get on the phone when I get home from work and Amelie's kind of like looking at me and I'm like, like, I'm about to call you out. Yeah, I'm calling (laughs) you out, mom. And you know, so this is good because it's just easy to justify seasons too. Mm -hmm. Like like it's, it's powerful to define a season, which that's what's so great about a book is it is a point in time, whereas a business is like something it's you're doing for, forever. Ever. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that, you know, I'm definitely hoping that like by November, you know. A little bit different. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping it I will think be. That you can hope for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, I want to take a quick second to thank some of our sponsors for today's show. Support for today's show comes from Google Play. How many of you tried Google Play? Did you know that you can now download and listen to audiobooks on Google Play? That's right. With hands-free listening using Google Assistant or Chromecast, you can enjoy thousands of titles a la carte, no subscription necessary. There's even multi-device integration across the Google ecosystem. Google Play has our August book club available on audio or ebook. There is still time for you to grab the book and read with us for the last half of August. We've been reading Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. And I promise you, you don't want to miss reading that book. I say it all the time. I'm gonna say it again because it's my podcast and I can say it if I want. Just Mercy is a book every American should read. So go to Google Play and get your book, Just Mercy. And don't worry, you guys, we're extending the book club. And our September pick is also available on Google Play as well. I'll be announcing the September book club next week. If only there was a hint I could give you. Ha ha ha, who's gonna get that? Right now for a limited time, you get $10 off your first one by visiting g.co slash play slash happy hour. That's g.co slash play slash happy hour. Find your story with audiobooks on Google Play. I also want to thank FabFitFun. Y'all have heard me mention earlier that school is almost back and you know what that means. Fall, cooler weather, fabulous fall themed goodness, and one of my favorites, the FabFitFun fall box will be arriving soon. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box that delivers 
full-size fashion. Did you guys hear me say that? Not miniature size, not sample size. Full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products four times a year for just $49.99 a box. The FabFitFun Fall Box is now on pre-sale and starts shipping August 20th. That's a few days away. You can reserve your Fall Box today. I love everything about the FabFitFun Box, from the packaging to the full-size products. Can I mention that again? It's a fantastic value. The Fall Box has a total retail value of over $275. Did you get that, guys? $275, and it costs you $49.99. And it includes products like the Glam Glow Bubble Sheet Mask and Beauty Blender. One of the things I loved about this box was the six-piece crown brush set and beauty blender. It was kind of like my own back-to-school set of fresh supplies. The brushes and beauty blender helped me create a streak-free face without using a ton of makeup. Sign up for FabFitFun today to get your fall box and use my code IVY, I-V-E-Y, to get $10 off your first box. The FabFitFun fall box is limited supply, and these boxes always sell out. Go to fabfitfun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a well-lived life. Use promo code IVY to get $10 off your first box. That's over $250 for only $39.99. Treat yourself, you guys. Treat yourself. Go to fabfitfun.com. Use my code IVY to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Okay, back to the rest of my conversation with Jessica. Okay, let's switch gears just a minute. We've mentioned the book several times here, but... Uh, your book, Imperfect Courage, released yesterday. If yes. you listen to this podcast in real time, yesterday it came out. Yes. Uh, we're re- obviously we're recording a few weeks early. How do you think, because this is, we're going to, you live in the future as a seven, right? Yes. How do you think you're going to feel on the 15th of August? Oh, that is what's so crazy. I was talking. Like you and I would have had a party last night. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's funny because I was um, at Jen Hatmakers uh-huh. a couple weeks ago and I was in one of my like, why did I decide to do this? Why did you let me do this? Like, and I think also as a seven, like I just diminish hard things because I just like, I just jump before I look, you know? And then suddenly I'm like, it's approaching and I'm like, oh, this feels vulnerable. Like, like I, you know, my, my subtitle is live a life of purpose by leaving comfort and going scared. And I write that because I would choose comfort any day of the week. Like, You're a comfort girl. I mean, put me on the couch with Netflix and I just don't even need to. Yeah. I love I, it. I know that I'm, I have seen, and I know that you like to get home and just be with your people, mm-hmm. lay in bed with your kids. I do. Yeah, I do. I love that a but lot. But you have to put out a lot of work to get that. I mean, you work all day. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, you do have to like get out of your comfort to make something happen oh, with I'm your life. I'm constantly getting out of my comfort. Yeah. I mean, constantly. And so I think that's why I wanted to write this. It's like, not because I just like, you know, I feel like entrepreneurship has been one big lesson in getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And launching a book is getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yes, this feels super uncomfortable, you know, but that doesn't mean I'm not supposed to do it. You know, it's yeah. the whole idea of like being scared, but going in. Anyway, so anyway, I was at Jen's and I was just like, oh, I didn't do anything, I feel terrible. Anyway, and she was like, oh, Jessica, like the book comes out and it's like your prom queen for the day, like your friends post and we all show up for you and your book tribe is like loving on you and it's just so much fun. And it's like, I have never launched a book before, so that is hard to imagine. Like right now, what the feeling can be like, 
are they going to show uh-huh. up? Yeah. You know, yeah. and because I think that's where we all go, or that's where I partic- in particular yeah. can go. Um, you know, that's a lot of been a lot of my journey has been realizing that the lie that I believe is that I'm all alone in the world mm-hmm. and I'm the only one that can come to my rescue. You know, yeah. like if it, it's on me to figure it out, it's on me to hustle, it's on me to make it happen. And, you know, for me to really come into partnership with God and with others has been where the joy has been. So I think I'm just going to feel a lot of gratitude, deep, deep, deep gratitude. And then honestly, I am extremely passionate about the message of this book. And it's been so fun. I've interviewed with everyone from Forbes to Inc. to our local like Lifestyle Magazine, Tribeza and Austin Woman and Um, I just have loved what the journalists have just really resonated with the message of the book. And I had someone tell me yesterday, and and I loved this. She said, you know, when I got to the end of your book, I just wanted to get up and go. Mm. And not because you'd like kicked me in the pants, but because you'd reached out your hand. And that is my heart in the book. It's like, yes, we do talk about HIV and poverty, and we talk about analysis paralysis and white privilege and guilt and all of these things, but we, I take the reader on that journey of eventually going, you know what, I have a voice, I have something con- to contribute and I'm going to give it. And so I do feel like the message has the possibility to transform communities and capture hearts for noonday so that more people get to emerge out of poverty. And I'm just truly excited about the message of the book. So on one hand, I feel deeply grateful for all the success that it already has and then on the other hand, I do feel that just deep desire that like everyone goes and buys it mm-hmm. and everyone reads it, mm-hmm. you know? I remember, you know, in the book world, you've known about August 15th for a long time. Long time. That date's like August 15th, August 15th. Yeah, yeah, remember, yeah. I knew January 30th forever. Right. And then I woke up and it was January 30th and I went, okay, I like, I'm still here. Yeah. I still took get my kids breakfast. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. the norms of life the still norms happen. norms of life just happen. They just yeah. happen. Yeah. But it was, there was also this extreme feeling of, I put in, and I know you have done the same. I put my heart in pages yes, for people yes. and I just want it to resonate, yes, you know? And yes. so I can see that. I've already read the book, you guys, and it's it's phenomenal and wonderful and everything you just said. I think um, my book tribe has really helped because we're in a Facebook group with about 2,000 women and they it is resonating. And so I tell them, I'm like, if if the only people that get the message is you guys, like it's been job, worth it. it was worth it. I love you people. Yes. yes. <laughs> now you have already dealt with this, especially this year with your whole leadership coaching thing. Are you prepared for like bad feedback? Uh, I mean, you know, do we want it? Do we, you know, I mean, what does it mean to be prepared? I think what when it means- When you look at bad feedback, do you go cry in your closet or you just no. go, well, I guess that's how they didn't like it. Yeah. I mean, I feel You're like- past that. Yeah, I think it's always going to sting. I feel like if it doesn't sting, then you're just like a true cynic, right? Mm. And I don't ever want to just be a cynic, you know? I mean, I got feedback yesterday from someone DM'd me and they're in my book tribe and they're like, I used to be in your community and that's actually wasn't my experience, you know? And um, see, that hurts my stomach when you say that. See, it, it for me, I see it's you an op- just, You just sent our message back and y'all went through and dealt with it? Yeah, for me, I'm like, it's an opportunity for growth. Yeah. It's an opportunity to understand a different perspective. It's an opportunity to create um, like a dialogue. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want everyone to agree with me. I had that even in my book tribe. There was someone who wrote like, 
I'm feeling like, you know, Jessica talks about how she had this idealistic version of what being a mom is and the way she describes it. That's actually me. So is she putting me down, you know? Uh, yeah, and, I remember you told me that, yeah. And, you know, but then the tribe came to her and it was mm-hmm. like, no, that's not what she meant. Can you think yeah. about it in this way? And I mean, that's part of the heart of my book is how can we have meaningful dialogue where we can disagree, but still have safety? Yeah. I mean, that's my passion. Yeah. So, you know. Um, and you do that well. I enjoy I that. Say, I feel that like really that's well. one of my things. So, you know, I think there's feedback that is given in a way like this woman who wrote me on Facebook. I, I really appreciated it. Like deeply, I mm-hmm. appreciate that. Yeah. That's not easy to come to the CEO and yeah. say like, this is how I felt, yeah, you know? Totally. Um, and I appreciated the woman in my book tribe because that's not easy to speak yeah. up to like a bunch of like fans, uh-huh, you know? Exactly. Um, I think that there is the kind of feedback that's just... Uh, spiteful and mean. Spiteful and mean. And that rolls off. I don't even care about that. Yeah. I think what I've learned, and maybe I'm just like trying to see how I can... I've come a long ways. Remember when I worked at the radio station? Mm-hmm. When I worked at the radio station seven years ago, people were mean to me. Mm. Like sent terrible messages onto our board, all kinds of things. And Aaron came home one day and found me crying in our bedroom. It's I've come a long way. Let me tell you that. Yeah. But I have learned this is that... When you're a creative and you create things, not everyone's going to like it and that's okay. I mean, listen, Brene Brown's entire Daring Greatly premise was the whole Theodore Roosevelt quote that's basically like, you know, about being in this arena. And like, unless you're in the arena with me, like shut your mouth, really. Yeah. You know, like, you know, so I think there is that element of, hey, you know, I'm putting myself out there. And I think a lot of the negative Nellies, I imagine them sitting in like, Alone, dark basement cats all around cats. them. <laughs> <laughs> like lots and lots of cats. And all you can see are their eyes because it's so dark from the computer yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah. Negative Nelly for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'm super, super proud of you. Thank you. Super you proud of you. You are such a good friend. I mean, I call you in my weakest moments. Mm. And because, and that's so big for me because my fear is like, people are going to leave me. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. have this like, people won't show up for me and then people are going to leave yeah. me. Those yeah. are the lies. Like yeah. I know that that's not true, uh-huh. but- It's what you have to fight. I fight that because mm-hmm. those limiting beliefs keep me from growing as a leader uh-huh. and keep me from living in an abundant mindset, which is where I long to be and be the leader that I'm meant to be. Yeah. Um, but so I love that I can call you when I'm when I'm at my weakest moments. That's and- right. But I, I mean, I always say vulnerability leads to vulnerability. So mm. when you have a friend that calls you in their weakest moments, I go, oh, I can tell her in my weakest moments. She trusted me with hers. That means I can trust her with mine. Yes. You know, and so that's, I love friendships like that. Yes. That are that way. Okay, so I said on Instagram that we're chatting today. And you know the question thing on Instagram? Yes. I like it. Oh, I think it's so fun. I think it's so fun. It is. Okay, so I asked them some questions to ask you and here we go. Are you ready? Uh, what's your favorite piece from the new Noonday line that just launched like two weeks ago? I love this necklace. It's called the Rosario necklace. Is that the one you have on? Yes. And this was made in Guatemala by the woman that you got to visit. You You went with me. It's so beautiful. And you remember Rosario. She was the head of one of the beading groups that we work with. And um, I absolutely love, it's a black necklace with a rose on it. And that sounds kind of like floral and preppy and a little bit for the romantic anthro girl, but I find that it can be sort of bohemian and then also a little bit for that classic J. Crew girl. So anyway, I, I am loving How that How do you necklace. think it takes them to make one of those? Oh my gosh. I mean, it's a lot of beads. I'm looking at yeah, it. Yeah. I bet it probably takes four or five hours. Yeah. It would take me like 12 
Yeah, I love no, it. No, it take me longer. I also love hoops are just having a huge moment. And, are they? Uh-huh. And so we have like your basic hoops. So I'm wearing these like really are simple. Are those the basic or the these big These are the one? basic. Okay. These Do you are, have two sizes or just that one size? Uh, this is the one size. Okay. Yeah. And then we've got um, the hoops that have giant palms on them. Like, you know. Love it. Love it. Um, okay. How long have we been friends and how do we become friends? So we've, we've been, been friends for... I did radio seven years ago. So before that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we've been friends for about eight or nine years. And it was our, I think it was Kimberly Stewart. It was. And she was an early adopter. So supportive from the beginning. And one day she knew that I'd been considering international adoption. And she called me up one day and she's like, hey, there's a group of moms. We're getting together and a bunch of us are thinking about adoption. Do you want to come? And I was like, sure. So I go, it's at your house. And everyone's kind of talking about mom stuff and then talking about adoption. I'm like, yeah, we're in the very beginning stages, kind of starting to research. And you looked at me in the eyes. You're like, so many people talk about adoption, but hardly anyone does it. I say, pick a country and do it. And I was like, you go, girl. Okay. It was awesome. I was like, well, I'll show you, girl, because I'm a, wo- I'm a doer. I'm a woman of my word. I'm not just talking smack right now, Jamie Ivy. Let's just do this. The funniest thing about that story is I would never say that now. I would <laughs> never look at someone now. I was, my kids were not home from Haiti no, at that they point. Not. They were they not. Were not. And so we were like green and naive and just like, uh-huh. we're just loving life, yeah. saving kids left and right. Uh-huh. I would never say that uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. That's a good thing. But that's how we met. That's how we met. Yeah. You learn, you learn, you learn. You learn, you learn, you learn. Okay. That's how we met. You live and you learn. And I was at your first noonday show. Yes, you were. Which okay. Is so cool. Um, Let's see. Here's a good one. They said this. Ah. Oh. As that's A H H H. Ah, she's amazing. How do I become an ambassador for her amazing business? <laughs> I, I love, love that question. That's a great question. <laughs> and that is a huge reason that I'm out on the road right now. And if you are in Dallas today, if you're listening to this on the 15th, then come see me in Dallas. Go to my Instagram account, jessicahoniger.com. I'm going to be in Dallas and I'm going to be in Nashville, then Atlanta, and then Minneapolis and San Antonio. And I, I do, I want to talk to you about how you can can become a social entrepreneur. So if you already know of an ambassador in your hometown, contact them, but otherwise hop on our website and fill out a form and we will have a coach get right back to you. And it really is the opportunity to earn an income while making an impact. Okay. So it's super easy. If you go to noondaycollection.com slash Jamie Ivy, there's all kinds of ways that you can sign up to become an ambassador. Uh, that's a great question. And I always shout out to my ambassador, Krista. I don't. I hope your other ambassadors don't care that I do that, but I no. always shout out to Krista. Krista's awesome. Um, someone said, can we both go on tour together and come to Ohio? Yes, I've never been to Ohio. Let's fun. go. Um, what are things in your friendship you've done to truly cheer each other on? Oh man, I feel like we've done that. I mean, Jamie, the fact that you were at that first trunk show before it was even a trunk show, like you've just always been someone who shows up always you show up and you sh- you showed up for me before I even knew you I mean really like you know I met you at that little play date that time but even when you probably came to my first trunk show I probably hadn't ever like had lunch with you no. or anything you know but you just you I saw sh- our friendship in the future yeah well that's good I like that and um, can I tell a story about yeah, you yeah so <laughs> I actually when I was thinking about I'm about to start writing a new book in the fall I think this story is going to be in there okay so when we went to Guatemala Yes. Together last yes. fall. Uh-huh. I'm a confident person, right? Right. But I also have a lot of insecurities, which I'm sure everyone does, right? Yes. Yeah, hello. That's <laughs> that's life, right? So I can seem very confident, very like, okay, but I can also struggle with being insecure. 
about certain things. Okay, so we're in Guatemala. Okay. I don't know. I don't think I've ever told you this. We're in Guatemala and um, we roomed together, which I loved so much. Okay, yeah. so we roomed together and we were getting ready um, to go out for the day. And if there's something that I know and love about you, it's that you always look amazing. Oh, that's I mean, sweet. you do run a jewelry company, so <laughs> you always have amazing jewelry. Part of the job. Yes, but you also just... Your hair, your makeup, your clothes. Really? Yes, yes, yes. Well, except less I'm going from spin all day. I know, but still. I'm showing up with a messy bun half the time. You look great right now. You looked great in Guatemala, all the things. And I do not know why I had packed for a trip. Like I was going to like serve <laughs> meals in, in, 80 in or Haiti something. or something, okay? So I had like t-shirts and jeans. Not, some of them were not like t-shirt t-shirts. They were cute, right? But you weren't thinking like Jenna Kucher, who's an incredible photographer, Thank you. was with us. No, I wasn't no, thinking about this. No, you were not thinking about this. I probably was in a really busy Book season. Promos, I just packed you were, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had no thoughts. And so we're getting ready one day and you look so dadgum cute. And I put on my t-shirt and I felt so, I felt insecure which is my own issue. Right. But I also was like, golly, Jamie, I wish you would have like thought this through. And you did, I don't think I even expressed to you that I felt insecure. Of Uh course not. I think I was just like, oh man, I wish Uh I wouldn't have just packed (laughs) t-shirts. You went straight to work. You put jewelry on me. You put this amazing shot on me that ends up being in all kinds of photos that I share now. Yes. But you just, you didn't even, you didn't think twice about loaning me a shirt that you then wore later on the trip. Like oh, you, yeah, that, not at all. <laughs> I know, and that just meant so much to me. I know that seems dumb. No, I get that. I mean, I feel like that's what I love about what I get to do as the CEO of a fashion brand is there is something about confidence can also come from the earrings that you put on and from how you are dressed, you know? And I, I love that. I love that like putting on like a little noonday kimono and some and an awesome tassel necklace, you were like, oh, now I feel awesome and confident. On top of the t-shirt that I brought. Yes, and it was, absolutely. So it was I love really that. Fun. I love that. And that's what noonday trunk shows are all about. Like you come in and then you get to like try on stuff and everyone's ooing and aahing. And it, I love celebrating another woman's beauty. Yeah. It was really, it, it was just, I just felt really cared for too. Oh, I love you know that. I mean? And I was just being me. And you I think were, that's what's so powerful is when, we, when we're when we just being ourselves, which I'm just like, oh, girl, fun, fashion, mm-hmm. let me doll you up a little bit. And that's a gift to me because I love to get to you style to people, yeah. Yeah. you know? And I just love when we each get to be ourselves and be in our lane, like we all win. Yeah, totally. Okay, uh, last question. When's New Day going to get a fashion backpack? Oh my gosh. Well. Are you about to tell us something? Well. Come on. I love exclusive. (laughs) Don't ask anyone if you can do it. You're in charge, Jessica. What do you have for us? Oh, well. Is it spring? Last week was our spring 2019 by week. Well, I saw all your Instagram stories. I was voting away. Oh my gosh. That was so awesome. Those votes helped me so much. I was in it like a yes. Oh, they helped me so much. So... We had a couple of backpack samples, and uh, I loved them both. So we'll we'll have to see. Are you gonna have one? We will have to see. We'll have to see. Here's the truth. The honest truth is, country India. One was from Ethiopia. Uh huh. And one was from India. Okay. But the honest truth is I spent three days doing all of that, and then I present my input and my feedback to the team, and then they poke holes in it. Okay. Right. And they're like, well, we can't do that Mm -hmm. because we've already got this or like this artisan group has already got too many skews or this margin doesn't work. So they're poking holes in everything right now. And then I actually go in to make final decisions after receiving their presentation next week. So technically, I actually don't know for sure if we're going to 
if we're going to do it. That was a long answer. That was a long answer, but it's good. And yeah. I like to hear the process too. It's a really interesting process. Okay, last thing. Uh, this isn't a question, but you mentioned it. And so I just want to make sure everyone knows what this is. You said hosting a trunk show. And I know what a trunk show is because I've hosted them oh, with right, my ambassador, right. Krista. But let's just explain it real quick. So one of the great things, can I do my, can Ooh, I do it? And then you I, tell think, me I think you give a good spiel. <laughs> you tell me if I do it right. I want to hear. One of the coolest things about New Day Collection that I love as well is that women here in America have it's like their job. So yes. they get to make an impact around the world through selling this jewelry that women and men, but mostly women around the world have created. Beautiful jewelry. So if I hosted a trunk show in my home, yeah, my girl is Krista. She's my ambassador. So she is a representative for New Nick Collection. I would send out all the invites. I put some cheese and crackers and wine on the table and all my girlfriends come over and we look at the jewelry. Krista puts it on as she does what you did to me in Guatemala. She yes. makes us feel beautiful. And then my friends get to make an impact around the world yes. through buying beautiful jewelry. It's so true. that's what it means to host a trunk and show. And you get free jewelry. And you get free jewelry. A lot of free jewelry. If you rally your friends, like you get uh, some awesome rewards. So here are the top three reasons to host a trunk show. <laughs> Number one, you make an impact. Yes. Just by opening your home. Absolutely. Number two, you get a girl's night. Yes. Which is awesome. And number three, you get free jewelry. I mean, really, there's not a reason not to do there's it. There's not. I mean, there really isn't. No. So <laughs> you could do it in your office in the break room. Yes. Yes. You could do it. Yeah. Oh, whatever. There's right. a list of things. Yes. And I really think too, when you read my book, we really, I really wanted this book too, to be a celebration of the impact that's happened over the last eight years. You know, Noonday grew from that first trunk show that you came to that a lot of women showed up for me and I had goods made by Jolly and Daniel who are first uh, Ugandan artisans. They're dirt poor, literally no money, no money. And now eight years later, they employ a hundred people and have 300 bead rollers that they work with and have- Don't they have a daycare? And they have a and daycare. A library? Yeah, girl, see, you are I know. good. You are so good. And that's just one of the groups now that we work with out of 30. And it really is when we each own our, our little part, it feels so little like, oh, I'm just going to open my house. And you know, the main thing that holds women back is just the fear that they don't have enough friends to yeah. invite or that their house isn't big enough or pretty enough or who's not going to come. And I just say like, man, what is on the other side of your fears is your life of purpose. Yeah. And it's time to quit letting your fears be in the driver's seat. Amen, sister. Kick them to the back seat. Yep. Like fear's always going to be there. That's okay. But let fear be in the back seat and simply just stand up and go scared. Yep. That's it. And, you know, I mean, I, I say this almost every time I'm with you and we talk about Noonday Collection is that I've been a fan of Noonday since the get-go because you're my friend. I was able to come to one of y'all's conferences. I've been three times now. I then, the, after the very first conference I went to, I fell in love with Noonday for the impact that y'all make. Mm. And so I think I always want to say that because people will think, oh, well, you love it because it's your friend. That is true. Like, I support my friend. I love you as a friend. Um, the impact that Noonday Collection makes around the world is it, it it's just unmatchable. And when you, when you feel as though you get a little bitty piece of that, yes. that's when you're like, okay, I want to do this, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's great. Jessica Honiger. So fun. I can't book. believe it. I'm Imper an author with you now. Yay. That's so weird. Imperfect Courage, uh, Live a Life of Purpose by Leaving Comfort and Going Scared. Released actually yesterday, August 14th, if you're listening to this on time. Go order Guys, it. go get it. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it anywhere. It's hardback. Oh, I, 
I need to tell you this. I love the cover. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. You yeah. don't have a jacket on it, which I'm a big fan of. I know. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. It's a great book. It fits in your purse, all kinds of things. Get it. Get it for your girlfriends. Yeah. And come find me on Instagram too, because I'm going to be, um, the really cool thing is this book is really all about storytelling. And it's crazy because every story in the book, I I actually have photographs. Uh, are you going to be sharing them? I am. I am. So I'm really excited. Like. Yeah, there's some really cool stories and I we've been digging through the archives and yeah, I just want you guys to fall love in love with, with the world. Love it, love it, love it. Remember, Beyond Meat is the only plant-based burger that is so meaty it's sold in the meat case at your local grocery store. This burger truly is the best veggie burger I've had and without the non-meat fillers that can sometimes be added to non-meat products. Our dairy, gluten, and soy-free friends, plus all of you no food allergies at all friends, enjoy the delicious Beyond Meat Burger. Are you ready to taste the future protein? Visit beyondmeat.com slash happy hour to find a local retailer near you. That's beyondmeat.com slash happy hour. You guys, thank you for listening. I adored this conversation with Jessica. I'm so proud to call her my friend and to watch her go into the scary places to grow into the leader that she's meant to be. I was so inspired by Jessica sharing how her friend sent her a handwritten letter, pushing her on in what she's doing. You guys, here's my question for you. Who can you show up for this week with an encouraging handwritten letter? Let's all do that this week. Maybe it's a mom friend who's sending her kid to school for the first time or that recent graduate you know about to transition to college or from college to the work world. Whoever it is, let's practice being intentional together and send a note to a friend that we see doing scary things. Today's show was edited by Chris with Podshaper, and the music was developed for the show by Matt Graham. Next week, you guys, my guest is Liz Weiss. Now, I first heard Liz, I heard her music first. We were setting up for a happy hour live about two happy hour lives ago, and Aaron was playing some music on the speakers as he was sound checking, and I stopped and asked him, who is this singing? And it was this new artist he had heard of, Liz Weiss. So I've been listening to Liz's music for a while. I finally got an interview with her and you're going to love our conversation. You guys enjoy your week. Share the show with a girlfriend. Have a happy hour with a friend. And I will see you guys back here next week with Liz Vice. Hey guys, you are listening to The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey. I am Jamie, and I'm your host, and I'm so glad that you're here. If you like what you're listening to today, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We bring you new shows every Wednesday and Fridays, and an amazing guest always joins me to chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Subscribe today to The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey on your podcast player so you never miss an episode.